1: I'm a who that long as I'm living I'm a who lose all winning I'm a who, 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 who Sports coma yeah this is where we do that where we do that eh. where we do that yeah where, eh. where, huh? where we do that Where we do that Where we do that like yes. this and I'm a who that? I'm a who that? sports coma this is where we do that, we do that. welcome 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 Somebody please better help, be better running this thing like Elvis, like thank God every day I'm not a, a felt. <laughs> go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. guys, if you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped, been marching in, that was way for the ring, I was yelling out your chain for the championship, fucking <laughs> on town, duck down, Falcons, pluck it, shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. Let's so now. much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishing and you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. There's nothing like this and I'm a hoot at. Every day I'm living, I'm a hoota. I'm a Lose or winning, I'm a who that? It's the Sports Coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. that. where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this and I'm a who that? It's the Sports Coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the Sports Coma yeah. with Big Q and the guys on the PMR right. BM- Media Network. Go.
2: Guys are gonna get a chance to get off for a few days. Um, they'll get a chance to be out of here on uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll get back on Monday and get ready to roll. So go ahead and fire away with questions. What
3: can you say about Marcus Bain's
2: arrest? Nothing really other than uh, we were aware, made aware of it this morning. Um, and we're still gathering all the information. And so you know, we're really not gonna have a comment on it at this time. Until we get more information. What's uh,
4: the process for the, the coaching staff over the next few days? You guys kind of put we've we've, right away. we've
2: kind of started already, so we're we're a little bit ahead in the process. Uh, you know, us as coaches, we're going to take a couple of days to kind of um, you know spend with our families and, and, and regroup a little bit, um, and then we'll be back grinding away again on Monday. Same same as the players. Is that it?
5: doesn't match
2: about okay all, about um, peters what he's, uh, what he's kind of saying um yeah look Andrews done a really good job um, i think he's improved a lot in this camp mm-hmm. i think you know look he's a big strong physical player i think he's really good in the run game um, you know i think it's it's there there's some newness that that goes along with having somebody new next to you, you know, on the, on the offensive line, speaking of the tackle. So there's some, some kind of getting used to that he, that he has to do there, but I'm, I'm comfortable and feel good about where Andrews is at.
4: What did y'all see in Tanner? Owens, um, the
2: um, smart, tough, uh, physical player. Um, you know, a lot of the things that we like out of a young developmental player, you know, smart, tough, loves the weight room, those kinds of things.
0: Can you touch on a lot and just where he's at how much progress he's made your
2: satisfaction well look i liked where he was at prior to the injury hadn't seen a lot of him since then um we've, we've we you know he's moving around really well you know the last couple of days so i'm confident in his ability um, you know but certainly uh, wish we hadn't lost that that developmental time
6: Coach, sorry, If you have been asked this before but Um, How cool is it to have, you know, Lewis Kidd, the only undrafted free agent? What have you seen from him that earned him a spot on the roster?
2: Yeah, just a a consistent player that we think is a young developmental type player. Um, It's hard to find. There's not a lot of big men walking around this earth, and and so when you find one that's a pretty good athlete that can move his feet a little bit, um, has some toughness and some intelligence about him, Uh, you, you don't really like to let those guys get out of the building. You guys get
1: three days off, how fun is that for them
2: to just rest right. the Yeah, look, I, I think it's important. I told, the, I told the guys when we broke, you know, uh, the most important thing over the next three days is to get your body and your mind rested and recovered and right um, and ready to go for the regular season. So I think that's important. That was part of what we tried to do this week. This week was about still getting work, um, but yet ch- trying to get their bodies back after a long physical training camp. All right,
5: thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Alante, we know you've been dealing with some health issues, but you seem to be back in practice now. How do you you feel?
7: I feel pretty good. Uh, You know, yesterday just kind of walked through some things, and then today got to do a little bit of seven-on-seven. Uh, so just taking it real slow uh, you know i'm expected to be back full speed with the whole team and everything on monday so take these next uh, couple days and a weekend just keep rehabbing and just stay on top of that
5: now, obviously some some changes with the secondary cj gone does that affect your preparation your role
7: no nah, not really uh, you know i just kind of stay my course just make sure i'm doing my job every day like i always say just hone in on that cornerback position like i've been doing and you know continue to take notes and watch the guys in front of me who are playing that nickel position so, you know, when my number is called or if my number ever gets called for that, um, I can show the coaches that I can I can hold that.
5: So are you still in the mental rep stage at that nickel or are you physically going in there and doing
7: something? Yeah, I haven't taken any reps at the nickel position yet. Uh, just taking a lot of notes, watching a lot of tape. Uh, Just watching Chauncey, right, Uh, he did a really good job at the position. Uh, I feel like one of the best guys to do it. So just watching how he played it, um, you know, just kind of bring that same mentality and aggression to that, but also felt like it would give me the ability to really just show my athletic ability um, and just be able to show my aggressiveness and my physicality playing that position. Um, But still honing in at the corner position and uh, doing my job there. You did some of that at Tennessee, though, correct? I played a little bit of corner, uh, not a whole lot in games, though. Uh, I played a majority in practice. I did take a lot of reps at it, though. Uh, so uh, you know, just a little kudos to Coach Pruitt for you know seeing that and making me take those reps too. So excited, like, yo, just a- to get the season started. I mean, you got a big gap between yeah. one final game and super game. excited. Uh, not playing in the preseason really hurt me a little bit, um, you know. But having that true game day feeling and you know traveling with the team, I'm excited about. Uh, and my family's a little bit closer uh, to New- Atlanta than they are here, so seeing my family at that game as well is going to be exciting. I'm um, looking forward to it though for sure.
5: How beneficial has this bonus week been for you to to kind of get yourself back physically the way you want to be? No, it's,
7: it's huge. Uh, you know, kind of looking at the timeline when. Whenever I was down in Green Bay and kind of uh, tweaking it a little bit more, uh, I was kind of frustrated, but understanding that I'll have enough weeks that by Atlanta, you know, i would be full speed and ready to go. Um, and I feel like that's where I'm at now. Uh, I took some practice reps today. felt good. Everything feels good. Uh, so just keep stacking those days so that whenever co- Atlanta comes, you know, I'm ready to play. What
5: was the frustration level?
6: It was uh, just getting out there, you know, feeling it out, and that went great. So today I went to a normal schedule, and uh, it, it went great. Feel right back in the groove, um, just just like riding a bike. Yeah.
5: How important was this week for you guys to be able to kind of back off a little bit, get the mental rest, but kind of take some of the physical part off of it?
6: Yeah, um, that was what DA decided to do. It was, it was a great decision. The team needed it. We had a few guys, you know, banged up. So it was good to get some time, um, you know, off your feet a little bit and recover and uh, really just getting ready for for this coming week making sure everyone's ready to go you
5: guys had a couple of injuries especially at tackle have you been able to kind of maintain and, and get back to the group and try to improve the depth also
6: yeah it's it's been good it's given guys opportunity uh particularly lewis He feel like he's played a million plays in the preseason and training camp uh it's been great for him and he's he stepped up to the plate with that um but it, it's been good you know we we've been taking the mental reps in the in the film room that's really important you got to stay focused in even though you're not on the field practicing and playing you got to make sure that you're getting all the mental reps So that coaches aren't having to coach something twice.
1: And
0: how important is um, just these next three days of rest for you
6: guys? It's big. Um, It's obviously physically that's very obvious how important it is, but mentally as well just to say, hey, you know we're we're getting into this we got um at least 18 weeks and then you got to run at the end of it so it's good to get away to spend time with your family um you know eat some good food and, and just relax and, and kind of get ready for what's what's to come
8: love tackle james Hurst chiming in prior to him Alante taylor prior to him dennis allen head coach of the new orleans saints and of course we played the last two interviews of James Hurst and Alante Taylor because these guys are potential starters we know that James is going to play at the left tackle position that's the plan going with the Saints and of course Alante Taylor uh, potentially could be the cornerback uh, in the nickel position so both of those guys were dealing with us Uh, they were a little banged up in uh, preseason and in camp but as you can tell James Hurst and Alante Taylor looking good for week one against the Atlanta Falcons. And like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys, where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. I'm in the building. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, as well as we up in this thing. Shout out to the family. Appreciate each and every last one of y'all for joining us to this uh, Thursday edition of the coma entitled Saints defensive back. Marcus may arrested for aggravated assault with a firearm. Now would have did a uh, video for it earlier in the day when it happened, but I had some issues with my phone and I just had to wait to highlight you guys a little later on this thing. So please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button like Tim Trey Jackson did uh, as well as several other family members uh, with the sports comb If not a subscriber, mash on that subscribe button, baby, and join the realists the Who that Nation, the great Saint Dang Tank, Tank in full effect. Much love to the fam. Shout out to all you guys. Thank you for being in the stream. Like I said, it was big to know the status of James Hurst. Good to get him and Alante Taylor' status because that'll be very important uh, for the Saints game against Atlanta. And of course, with Marcus May, I have a video report that we will play then I'll follow it up with an article and then a tweet from his lawyer, just the full coverage of how we do it. Uh, and of course, we have several other items behind that we'll cover and then we'll uh, get on up out of this thing. So I'm not going to hold you guys uh, for very long. So shout out to the fam. Let's get it cooking in this thing. Hit the like button if you please. All right. So here we go. This is right here. Uh, we're going to play this video. It's coming straight from channel. Good afternoon. I'm Liz We'll play it momentarily, and this is the report that actually came. as a And I'll go over it up in the uh, article, and we'll cover it. But hit the one button if y'all can hear this, fam. Here we go.
5: And I'm Laura McCoy. We begin with breaking news. A New Orleans Saints player is accused of pointing a gun at a car with several juvenile girls inside. Juan Kincaid has mourned the arrest of Marcus May.
3: Uh, The Saints' depth chart at safety is getting tested with their latest off-the-field issue. This time, it's Marcus May who was arrested on accusations of aggravated assault with a firearm. It's an incident that happened Monday afternoon in Metairie. He was later released after posting $30,000 bail. This is the second time that May has been arrested back in February of 2021. He was charged with a DUI and property damage. His court case for those charges have been delayed since until November. According to the arrest warrant from JPSO, May was identified as the driver of a black SUV that was involved in an incident in which he's accused of pointing a firearm arm and another vehicle that was occupied by several juvenile females. May was booked at the Jefferson Parish Correctional Center, but again was later released. Here's Coach Dennis Allen.
2: We were aware, made aware of it this morning, um, and we're still gathering all the information, and so you know, we're really not going to have a comment on it at this time until we get more information.
3: And May's arrest makes for quite the past 72 hours for the Saints at their safety position. Of course, two days ago, they traded C.J. Gardner-Johnson to the Eagles, a surprise move made on Tuesday.
8: All right, that's the report right there covering it. All right, let's move on to the actual report. And this from the NFL.com that's covering it. Uh, And they mentioned pretty much everything uh, that was in the report. As the Saints' safety was identified as the driver of a black SUV that was involved in the incident, which she is accused of pointing the gun. Like they said at several juvenile females. And of course, Jefferson Parish Sheriff Joseph Lepento told NFL.com following an investigation of the road rage incident. May was arrested Thursday morning on one count of aggravated assault with a firearm. So, uh, the, uh, Jefferson Parish Sheriff decided, uh, after doing the investigation that may, uh, was, uh, He was definitely involved in something for you to arrest the man, you know, and charge him with something you thought he obviously did it. But this is the uh, statement here that was blasted from Marcus May's attorney, Eric Hessler, that says Marcus vehemently denies the allegations from the motor vehicle incident and looks forward to defending himself when all facts come out when all the facts come out. So Marcus May denies this happened. And he says he's going to defend himself uh, to the to to the letter. So we'll see what goes on here. So I'm going to just reju- re kind of reserve judgment on this thing until we got all the facts. Marcus made twenty nine. He signed with the Saints. A three year deal, twenty eight and a half million dollars and is slated to start next to Tyron Matthew this year. And of course, uh, with his time with the Jets, played twenty two snaps during the Saints three preseason games. May spent five seasons in New York. He locked 312 tackles, 24 pass defense, six interceptions, three and a half sacks, and 60 starts. And, of course, the Saints open the season on September 11th, a Sunday against the Falcons. So, right now, Marcus May, uh, they, they he was arrested for aggravated assault with the firearm, but he says he denies it big time. So, you know, there we go on now. Yeah, we're going to look for, we're going to wait on the facts before we see uh, anything going on so i would caution the who that nation to have some patience and he's saying that it's not what is that's pretty serious when somebody said yeah, you're the guy that did that and uh be interesting to see and i uh, word on the street that somebody has a video of him
4: Uh,
8: like I said, we'll see. We'll see if it all is true. This is just, it's just going to take its time right now and play out. So anyway, let's move on, fam. Let's go to the next layer of it. We're going to talk about uh, some Saints announced four personnel moves. The Saints placed two players on the IR, adds two to the roster Thursday afternoon. Shout out to Bob Rose, Saints News Network. Uh, the Saints announced four personnel moves on Thursday afternoon. As expected, rookie offensive tackle Trevor Pennon was placed on injured reserve now of course the question was asked just yesterday q why isn't he on injured reserve you know uh then of course you know one of the family members dropped the information that he had the surgery and the saints said and I, I knew it was a matter of time before the saints ir him to free that spot up so you know they put both him and malcolm roach on ir uh and that that was made official from the black and gold and matter of fact that came directly from their website where with, with, with the transaction a list as well and they also Besides uh, putting those guys on IR, the Saints also made a move and uh, and did some... Uh, let me see if I can pull it up in front of you. Here you go. Uh, the Saints also announced that they re-signed Dwayne Washington to the practice squad. They also signed a guard by the name of Drew uh, Desjarlis, I hope I got that name right, to a practice squad and placed Trevor Penning and Roach, like I said, on IR. The announcements were made by you-know-who, Mickey Loomis, Dwayne Washington, who 6'1", two thir- uh, 223, was originally a seven-round choice uh, by the Detroit Lions in 2016, originally joined the Saints in 2018. A seven-year pro, has played in 71 regular season games with uh, two starts and four postseason contests over his career. So, you know, he bring, they bring Dwayne Washington to the practice squad there as well. And, of course, here's the guard that they picked up to add to the practice squad as well, Drew Desjarlis. I hope I'm saying that right, spent the past offseason and preseason with the Pats after playing for the Canadian Football League, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in 2019 and 2021. Uh, the 2020 season was canceled. He played in 18 games with 10 stars drafted by the Blue Bombers in the first round, fourth overall in the 2019 CFL draft out of Windsor, Canada. And he played 14 games during the short 21 season and earned a West Division All-Star selection in helping the Blue Bombers win the Great Cup. So this guy uh not much NFL experience but you know well with except for with the Patriots but had a lot of success in the CFL so you know we that's a different type of league altogether but we'll see if he can kind of make the jump over and help the Saints uh out in the in the practice squad so that's two moves that they made to put kind of bring both of those guys to the practice squad as well so a uh, very intriguing and interesting man the Saints are building that practice squad and I still feel they still got some moves up their sleeves to make. And they got plenty of time to keep doing this thing, too. Uh, let me take a look at their, uh, take a look at the practice squad. Now, this is straight up from their website here. As you can see, the rest of those guys here on the practice squad, straight from New Orleans Saints.com. Practice squad, Josh Andrews, Taco Charlton. You said Drew DeJaralas, so who I, I, I'm going to figure it out one of these <laughs> uh, there. DeJohn Dixon, DeMarcus uh, Fields, Vincent Gray, Chase Hanson, J.P. Holtz. A Jordan Jackson, Lucas Crawl, Nick Martin, Kirk Merritt's there, Christian Ringel, Nephi Sewell, Rashid Shahid, and Eric Wilson fill up the 16-man practice squad. Quan Baker, the former seven-round draft pick for the Saints, is placed on the suspended-by-commissioner's list for six games due to his PED suspension. So the Saints stacked, stashed him there. Dylan Soner is on the pup list. He's the only player on the pup list, and then straight up on the injury reserve, Ethan Greenwich. Albert Huggins, DeMarco Jackson, the team's fourth-round draft pick linebacker from Appalachian State. Forrest Lamp, uh, we was hoping to make the team uh, this year and help out in the reserve capacity. He's on the IR. Smoke Monday is there with Trevor Penning. You can see him officially on the IR here. Isaiah Pryor and Malcolm Roach is on the IR. That's the IR list right there. And, of course, this list right here is the active players. Now, Dwayne Washington is still listed as an active player. They're going to have to correct that. And move them down on this down on the uh practice squad. So I used to kind of peer at these to see if they ain't sneaking in names that we're not familiar with on the team. But Tanner Owen is the newest name. He's the backup offensive lineman there as well. So the black and gold man, we we moving this thing. So uh looking good, looking looking good, looking good, looking good. Now, all right, now let's move on to our final article, fam. Latest win-loss predictions for every NFL team ahead of the 2020 season. This is from Bleacher Report. And the latest uh, win-loss, let's see what they got to say. David Kenyon of uh, Bleacher Report dropping some science, and let's see what these people say about the Saints. The preseason over rosters are just about finalized, and 2022 NFL campaign is practically here. Short of a few last-minute changes, the football world knows what to expect entering the season. Depth charts will basically, basically only be tweaked on the fringes, not the core. And in the final days before the kickoff next Thursday, everything from the roster itself to the upcoming schedule, is a factor in these projections. Injuries will inevitably inevitably impact the team, but that is not considered because there's simply no way of knowing who will impact when. I'm certain we'll all agree on every prediction. Let's do it. Now, the first one, Arizona Cardinals up here, he gives them a nine and eight mark for Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, nine and eight. The Falcons uh, under new management right there, got them as three and 14. I can hear Lowe saying, what in the world, Bo? What in the world, Bo? (laughs) 3-14 3-14 th- <laughs> for the Falcons, says Bleacher Report. The Baltimore Ravens, uh, they said 10-7. The Bills, I'm pretty sure it's going to be high. Yep, 13-4 for the Bills. The Carolina Panthers, 6-11 right there. Uh, according to Bleacher Report, the Chicago Bulls, 4-13. Wow, Cincinnati, 11-6. The Browns uh, with Deshaun Watson finally comes back, 8-9. The Dallas Cowboys, 10-7 the D- the denver broncos is 9 and 8 the lions are listed at 6 and 11 the pack is listed at 11 and 6 the houston texans are listed at 4 and 13 the colts with Matty icy hot there 10 and 7 uh, the Jag- the jaguars are at 5 and 12 kc is listed as 10 and 7 the raiders uh 9 and 8 the chargers are 11 and 6 the rams are 12 and 5 giving the Rams a lot of love. The Dolphins are listed at 9 and 8. The Vikings are listed at 10 and 7. The Patriots are 8-9. The Saints. Here go your Saints squad. Let's read it before we reveal what they think of it. Provided provided the defense stays healthy. The New Orleans Saints won't be worried about that side of the ball. New head coach Dennis Allen, previous previously the units coordinator will continue calling plays and the Saints return almost everyone other than the new-look safety group. Uncertain Uncertainty comes on offense, where Jameis Winston is returning from a torn ACL. Prior to the 21 season, he enjoyed huge statistical seasons, but was a reckless passer last year. That changed. He had a terrific seven-game run with a career-low 1.9% interception rate, all without star receiver Michael Thomas. Okay, well said. All right, Winston and Thomas are back, and the Saints added first-round pick Chris Olave, veteran's Jarvis Landry to the receivers room. Optimism optimism is is uh understandably high. The mid-season gauntlet with the Bengals, Cardinals, Ravens, uh Raiders, Ravens, Steelers, Rams, Niners, Bucks will be stressful, but a 4 and 4 record should keep the Saints in the playoff hunt. They say 9 and 8 nine and eight they say nine and eight baby that's what they say to you they say the saints are nine and eight with well, all that he said the best he can choke out is nine of victories and guess what the saints were nine and eight last year they didn't even have a quarterback injuries all over the place but it's like this is different year q you y'all better a lot better you guys are absolutely awesome tyron matthew jarvis landry chris Olave, nine and eight <laughs> no no, absolutely not. The Saints are better than nine and eight. Come on, man. They were nine and eight last year, man. <laughs> With no quarterback and injuries all over the place. They were nine and eight last year. Get it straight. All right, let's keep it going, man, because I'm anxious to see where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is, because they'll tell you everything you need to know. All right, the Giants there. They're sitting up at seven and ten. The Jets uh, are six and eleven. The Eagles are eleven and six. The Eagles are better than you. How about that? All right, in the first year of Nick Sirianni's tenure, quarterback Jalen Hurts propelled the Philadelphia Eagles to a 9 and 8 record. Last year, see, so you was 9 and 8 last year, but you can only go 9 and 8 this year. They go from 9 and 8 to 11 and 6 in the playoff berth. He counted for almost it was 3,928 yards and 26 touchdowns as a result Philly took an aggressive approach in the offseason to trade away star wide receiver AJ Brown and bolstered the defense via free agency, trades picking up expected starters and edge rusher Hassan Reddick. Linebacker Kazir White, cornerback James Bradbury, and on Tuesday the Eagles traded for johnson gardner Johnson. Philly has a favorable ten game stretch to open the campaign, and a seven and three record is plausible even if six and four is more sensible and a five-and-two finish within the reason as well. This is admin says admittedly closer to a best case scenario than most of the other predictions, but the roster construction and schedule are appealing. But you know, despite all that, they still didn't do as much as the Saints did. The Saints went 9-8 with no quarterback and injuries all over the damn place. Uh, back of the back of the backup offensive lineman up in that joint. And we get 9-8, they get 11-6. The Steelers, with with a rookie quarterback on Mitchell Trubisky at the top, they get 8-9. Damn, they just, they, <laughs> they're a game better, a game less. The 49ers with Young Trey at the lineup gets the 10-7 mark better than you. The Seahawks are 4-13. And, and then look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers rolling this thing. At twelve and five, how about that? Well, let's get it twisted. Let's see what they're saying about Patrick, uh, uh, Brady, Tom Thomas, Patrick Edward Brady. Let's see what they say. Welcome to the regular season, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're starting with Dallas, New Orleans, Green Bay, and Kansas City. Cool, cool. The reassuring notice: the schedule eases up considerably after that arduous stretch. As long as the depleted offensive line prospects, Tom Brady, uh, protects Tom Brady, the Bucks won't be in danger of collapse. The offensive skill positions are loaded. The defense is terrific. Besides, the NFC South isn't a huge obstacle, really. New Orleans has been a constant thorn for Brady, but neither Atlanta nor Carolina has defeated Tampa Bay during the two-year tender. The, uh, tenure here. So the Buccaneers should have little issue returning to the playoffs with a first-year head coach, Todd Bowles. So Todd Bowles gets them back in the playoffs with no issues at all. And c- as long as the depleted offensive line protects Tom Brady, we're going to give him a 12-5 and thing. So it's just... You know, 12 and five, just throw it on out there. Depleted offensive line or not. Like, that don't make a hill of shit. You know? <laughs> like, that don't hit, make a lit bit of difference that you got a depleted offensive line, but we still gonna say y'all get 12 wins. No, absolutely not. You are, you smoking dope, man. Tennessee at the top that they get nine and eight. Ten, really? And then the Washington Commanders are eight and nine. So, the New Orleans Saints, so the time, I knew it was gonna be something like this. I knew t- somewhere along the line, they was gonna give. They just giving Tom Brady wins off a of past reputation. Now listen, we know how we know Tom Brady. We know we know what time it is with Tom Brady. We know he's going into the Hall of Fame first ballot. We understand that. But this year's rendition of him this year, we judging you based upon what you're doing this year, playboy. Play and you're only as great as your the, the sum of your team around you. The last couple of years, they had pretty solid offensive line play to help keep Brady upright. With a depleted offensive line, that means a lot. You can't gloss over depleted. You said depleted. And as long as a depleted, how the hell is a depleted line going to protect Tom Brady, man? Depleted. Depleted means you're devoid of players that used to be there that that were your starters. So you're going to have role players in positions and they still get 12 wins? We shall see. All this, optimist, all this optimism for Tom Brady, but none of it for the Saints. It's very, it's very... Eye-opening that this guy give the Buccaneer, he give the, the San Francisco 5 ers with Trey Lance, who just stepping into that role full-time the first time, 10 wins, and of course they hit you with the Jameis Winston injury situation. Can he come back, AC? And they give all of the, the, the talking points, you know, about him returning from a torn ACL. He even makes mention of the fact that he had the terrific rate, and all without Michael Thomas. But Winston and Thomas are back. The Saints added first-round pick Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry. Optimism is understandably high. it's understandably high, but a midseason gauntlet of the Bengals, the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Rams, the Niners, and the Bucks will be st- stressful. But a four-and-four four record should keep the Saints in the playoffs. But you don't mention how the season starts with the three games, the, the first four contests that start the 2022 season. No disrespect or disparaging of nobody else's club. I know a lot of y'all listen to the show. Y'all got love for us. We got love for y'all. The Atlanta game is a very winnable game for the Saints. No disrespect to my dog, Lowe. The second game against Tampa Bay is a very winnable game. No disrespect to big game or the, uh, or the loose cannons. No disrespect. The third game is against Carolina. Very winnable game for the Black and Gold. No disrespect to my dogs, uh, Dave and Rashad at PNP. And, of course, the Minnesota Vikings is another game that we have. That's the first four games of the the season rolled out by the Saints. The first four. All very winnable games. If the Saints bring the pain like we know they can and play serious and with a chip on their shoulder, they can hold it down and make things shake and pop for this season. So what I'm saying is you you start off, you start with the rhythm. They handle each game one game at a time. And he talks about the gauntlet of playing against the Bengals, which that's going to be a fantastic matchup. But I still say the Saints get after the Bengals. It's going to be fun watching that game. You know, that's going to be a fun game because I, I, I Joey Burrow is an LSU guy, you know, and, and Chase, those LSU guys, you know, that's my squad. So I'm always rooting for those guys, not against my black and gold, of course. But that's going to be fun to watch the Saints and the Bengals play. The Cardinals matchup will be interesting, too, because these games, the bank, the Cardinals game is interesting because of, of, of Murray, of Kyler Murray, because his, his ability to extend plays outside of the pocket will test the Saints' defense, their discipline. We know the Saints can get after you. We know that they're, they're incredibly difficult to block, and they're intelligent. So that's the Achilles heel that we know from the defense that will be tested in this game. Keeping not only keeping Kyler uh in the pocket but collapsing the pocket on top of him and making it and making things difficult for him. If he leaks out and extends plays, it's going to be a long night for you. So we have the our did we fix that Achilles heel? Did that get out of the way? Is that fixed? Is that done? We'll find out this season if if uh coach uh, Nick uh, of course uh course uh Ryan Nilsson and uh, defensively in defense, both the co-coordinators, of course, of Nielsen and Richard fixed that situation about the mobile quarterback threat. Now, what else he says? He also says the Raiders. I'm not nobody scared of no Raiders, man. We were supposed to beat beat the Raiders that year when they opened the building. That was us. Screwed that game up. Remember, we were supposed to beat them people in that building when they opened up the Death Star, whatever they call it up there. We were so sp- supposed to beat them that time, and then we didn't handle the business, and they was able to get the win. But we're going to get you this time around, Ray. The people. We're going to get you. The Ravens is interesting because Lamar Jackson is a guy playing with a ch- with a chip on his shoulder, another very uh, special quarterback that has the ability to throw it and run it. So we got to watch out. That's, that's going to be interesting. The Steelers, not too much. I'm not worried about the Steelers, Mitchell Trubisky. That's Mitchell Trubisky. I'm not worried about no Mitchell Trubisky. I'm not going to lose no sleep over Trubisky. But at the same time, I'm not going to overestimate him or underestimate him. But we should be able to do something with the Steelers. And by that point, I'm thinking that Ryan Pickett will be in there. Or in there. Uh, is it what, Ryan Pickett? Is it Ryan Pickett? I want. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Pickett will be the quarterback of that team. He looked good in preseason, but he's still a rookie nonetheless. And then, of course, the Rams, we have some payback for the Rams. We That's going to be circ- that's circled on the schedule is the Rams matchup. The 49ers is always fun to play our 49ers uh, uh, family members out there. they going to be in the dome this year, baby. Baby, we got you in the dome. You're in the dome, baby. So Rams, uh, the Rams, the, the Niners, and then ultimately the Bucs. We ain't scared of no Bucs. We done beat the Bucs all up and down the field. But like I said. Even though we know we can we can take you apart, we're going to still handle it with, with workman-like precision, and we're going to take one game at a time. But also, just to let you know, nine and eight is what the Bleacher Report is saying the Saints. And like I said, the projected record for this year, I had to do a, a double cap because I'm thinking that that was the record from last year, which it actually is. So my, my rationale, and, and it's just me knowing what we got here, the Saints did not have a, a rebuild. The saints simply had what what you call what I ain't going to see uh, improvisation or they just simply added to what they had. They added and improved upon what they had. If you would consider them my house, they added some new additions to the house. You see what I'm saying? They put a I ain't going to say they put a paint job on. They had a bigger garage, changed the fixtures, had some painting. You see what I'm saying? They didn't tear the whole structure down. They just added some high end uh, uh, people too improve upon what they already had and listen that's on offense and defense and then the gains of will lutz the nine and eight season last year you didn't have your kicker if you did you'd have won at least two games you didn't have a quarterback trevor sim if you had andy dalton last year you would have won at least two games so like i said this year you can't walk them into the season and say the saints at least at the very least are an 11 win team they're at the very least now you saying Mike is back, you saying Jar I mean Jar- 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 Jarvis Landry joins the team, Chris Olave, Jameis is back.
4: Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kids' tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, The last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance, up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at EthosLife.com slash audio. That's ETHOS life.com slash audio.
8: Elvin Kamara. There was no mention of Elvin Kamara in this piece. Like he's chopped liver. Elvin Kamara, in my opinion, is one of the top three running backs in this NFL. No disrespect to the, the Colts with the, that young running back they have up there, but keep doing it. Why don't you before we pin you up there, as the top running back in the game. Keep doing it, why don't you? Let's see more of a bigger body of work. That's the problem with these people nowadays. That's the problem. These people keep. These people are quick to take these guys and stick them in front and say, this guy's the best running back. No, 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 partner, let me tell you something. The man had a good season, but that's one damn season. It takes more than one season to pin you as the best in the NFL when you got guys that've been doing it for three to four years of high end production. Let's see if he's worthy of that. Now I understand you had the yardage that year, and you that that's cool and fine that you might have had up there with the rushing yardage and all that kind of stuff. But when you talk about ranking guys, and you got AK way down there in the 50s somewhere, that's totally ridiculous and that's disrespectful. And that's for dumb That's not looking at the body of work. There's a such a thing called body of work that you got to look at when you talk about ranking people. And like I said, they all they do, these these, these people, these, these people brain shut off, man. I don't I don't understand, you know, how it all, how they all think, man. And I really don't give a damn to want to understand. But at the end of the day, let's set the record straight. Bottom line, baby. But anyway, you know, we're going to recap right now. We started the broadcast off with Dennis Johnson, Dennis Johnson, Dennis Allen on the press conference, breaking down some stuff. Alante Taylor, I played him a smidgen of him because I wanted uh, the the great same thing tanking the entire Who That Nation to hear. Alante Taylor's on the plus side of things. We know that he was dealing with an injury, but he is looking good for the Atlanta game. So is James Hurst, who we played after him. Then after that, we had the uh, interview to play with Marcus May. My commentary on Marcus May. Is we going to reserve all of our uh, uh, commentary on that uh, about this situation with him pointing the gun because we don't have all the facts. I'm not going to sit up here and throw, throw around a bunch of uh, uh, commentary about the man when we don't even know all of the facts. And he's sitting up here saying it didn't happen like that. But the police say, well, yeah, it did. But, you know, you can take that either way you want to take, it, especially nowadays, man. You know, I didn't seen too much, read too much and, and, and been around the block several times to understand how this thing work out here now, you know, so no disrespect to the people, but y'all understand what time it is but uh outside of that we're going we're gonna reserve judgment, and like I said, remember this, this is the statement from his lawyer saying that he he just vehemently denies the allegation about the motor vehicle incident and looks forward to defending himself when all the facts come out, so all we can do is wait to see what all those facts is, so it looks bad right now that he was arrested, but let's see what the rest of it looks like. That's my commentary on that. And, of course, we talked about some of the additions the Black and Gold have ad- added to their lineup in terms of putting uh, uh pinning on injury reserve along with Malcolm Roach and, of course, the addition of Dwayne Washington back to the practice squad, a new offensive lineman they added to the practice squad as well, and the Saints are still looking at this thing. And, of course, we finished it up with the Bleacher Report telling you who that nation and the great saint tank tank that your team the New Orleans Saints are going to be 9 and 8 this year that's right i didn't stumble i didn't stutter i didn't and then hesitate this is 9 and 8 is what they're saying that you're going to do this year with with Jarvis Landry Chris Olave Mike Thomas Jameis Winston Elvin Kamara and uh, all of these guys not to mention the defense with with Matthew and everybody else Tyron is there and demario cam uh, uh will lutz back nine and eight but sir but sir we went nine and eight last year when we didn't have a, qu- a quarterback our offensive line was busted up we didn't have no we went nine and eight. Oh, that, that's that's right y'all did went nine and eight that's true that's true nine and eight again <laughs> okay yeah okay okay i understand i get you i get yeah you understand yeah i understand right now you're a dumbass that's what it, <laughs> You're a dumbass. Anyway, man, that's 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 funny, man. Dealing with uh, that like that. I just like to throw that at you just to show you how they how how these people think about you. No process of thinking whatsoever, because not like I said, not I'm not hoisting my who that's up there. I'm 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 providing order to win games. You got to have a talented team. You got to have a winning system. You got to have people that bought in that believe in what you're doing. And you have to be able to build upon that and move forward. So when people come out to Woodwork and say, I don't think the Saints are going to do good because they don't have uh, Sean Payton here anymore. I say, OK, cool, cool. Sean Payton was a big part of this. But did Sean Payton do it by himself? Well, no, <laughs> no, of course not, cute. That's a crazy question. No, he didn't do it by himself. That's 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 not that's crazy. He didn't do it by himself. OK, OK. So did he did he take a job coaching again? No, <laughs> no, he didn't. He took a job. You know, on television. Hmm, okay, okay. Where was the guys that was helping Coach Payton? Who you said that you knew that he didn't do it by himself? Where are they at? Oh well, you know, <laughs> they're they they must be still with the Saints. Oh okay okay. You get where I'm going here? Well yeah well you yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got sometimes you got to walk them down there to make them understand what you're saying. <laughs> where that did Payton pick them? Uh, and take them over there to the coaching booth to help him formulate commentary? No, 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 they're still in the building. All right, if they're still in the building, what you talking about? We know we're gonna miss Coach Payton, but Coach Payton's assistants, all of them, all of his assistants are in the building with, with Dennis Allen. All of them. And the familiarity was a big thing. The Saints knew what they was doing. They wanted to keep it familiar because they knew that they didn't want a lot of change. And they kept it on the same line. They knew what they was doing. It was a great plan to know that we got something special here. Now, what Dennis Allen did when he took the job, he said, man, listen, we about to take it to another level. We ain't going to wait till next year when the money free up and then we can be able to do this, that, and the third. He said, nah, we're going to crank it up a bit. We know the defense is, is a Super Bowl defense. We know our special teams is the top five unit. Let's add some key people to the offense and let's get this thing crunk for this year. And Dennis Allen knows he wins a Super Bowl when Sean Payton retires and Drew Brees retired two years ago. You tell both of the Super Bowls are beautiful. But which one looks I mean, optically speaking, which one will look better to you? Would it be the one coach Payton got or the one Dennis Allen got the year after Payton retired and basically say, well, they won with his team? Yeah. But you think he would have came and won with that team? No, he wouldn't. There would be no Jarvis Landry. There would be no Tyron Matthew on this team if Coach Payton was sitting on top of it. <laughs> it wouldn't be. Y'all know that. I'm telling you to your face if you don't know. There would be no Jarvis Landry, and they would not be any Tyron Matthew on this team. You know it, and I know it. It would. They would not be here. Jar- uh, Dennis Allen is swinging for the fences, and he's putting it all together. Bottom line, they want a chip this year. Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew are here for the chip. They ain't here. they just sit up there and say, "Man, it's mighty nice to be a New Orleans Saints, and or wear the black and gold." No, these are these are professional, high level players that are champions. They are here for the chip. You, I played. Y'all heard? If you didn't watch last uh, uh, last what was it Wednesday stream, go back and listen to it when I played that interview, that piece. With uh, Mark Ingram and Cam jo- uh, Cam Johnson, uh, Jordan Cam Jordan on there, with Cam and and Ingram are talking about the chip and how Cam was Cam threw the gauntlet down and said, "Man, listen for people that's talking about Tampa Bay is this that and the third, these are what he called them uh, uh they they uh new to football or something like that. I forgot the term he used, but he said there is, but basically there is no competition, there is no rivalry with Tampa Bay, there's no rivalry with Atlanta, and basically. We racing against ourselves. That's what Cam said. And of course, Martin Ingram said they bought that. They, they looking for that chip. So it ain't no secret. No more. It's like, yeah, we're going to try to get to. No, 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 no. They know in the building, they want that chip. They want that chip. So the Saints got everything they need. You heard what De- Demario Davis said when he was talking about it. You heard what Mark Ingram was saying. We got a team full of dogs. We got a team. This dude, a dog. That guy, a dog. This dude. Remember that? We got nothing but dogs. Jarvis Landry's a dog. Michael Thomas, a dog. Remember all that dog talk? They, they don't understand. They don't know, man. So you got to whip it on them, man. That's the bottom line. All right. All right. Shout out to the fam, man. Shout out to the fam. All right. I posted a um, a poll in the chat for the family members to give uh, some insight on. I did it about 40 minutes ago. It got up uh, almost 200 votes. And now it's up to 202. If you guys didn't get an opportunity to the the sports coma, uh, poll is up there, and it basically reads who replaces C uh, Chauncey Gardner in the slot. Chime in. Uh, in his third right now, Alante Taylor's is at 38 percent. Bradley Roby's at 35 percent. They got PJ at 15 percent and Evans at 11 percent. So right now, the the guy that's winning by a close margin is Alante Taylor, at 38 percent. That's interesting because I thought. <laughs> That's why I pulled it, you know, setting up. I'm going to be doing more of these just to get the insight from the family members, because that's really interesting that, you know, it's such a close margin. I thought that the family members would feel good about Alante Taylor and he would be further out there, but 38% is not a big lead over uh, Roby, who's at 35% right now. So that's intriguing to see that the, the, the great safe think tank and who that nation feels that way. So that's very interesting, man. Shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all. Being in the building. So we're gonna keep this thing going. But yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I ain't gonna hold y'all too long, man. We had right at uh almost 50 minutes. I'm gonna do another 10 minutes. If you got any questions and comments, throw them in the chat for me, fam, and uh we'll we'll go from there. So shout out to the fam. All right, brother Derek, how you doing, bro? He says who that Q uh in the family. Uh man, Ray Charles and Steve Wonder can see that uh the media don't know what they're talking about when it comes down to the Saints. It's just you and Brother Derek, shout out to you, bro. Good to see you. I hope everything going well with you and the fam shout out you're right. And it's not just me talking. I play these people. I play them. They, their facts are backwards. They don't have a complete thought process. They can't move out one thing to another. Thank you, uh, brother Derek for being a member for the last 28 months. My brother, thank you for your support. Much love. And I play them so you can hear them. So it don't just be me. Just, uh, just lamb based them. But I play them in their, their, their facts are off. They don't have complete analysis on nothing. They got biased commentary a lot of times. It's really bad because you, you're supposed to be uh, looking at the teams, the talent, and saying it, not just picking a team because Tom Brady's there because Tom won seven championships. You got to look at the team that he has and see if that team is capable of putting him up there, not just pick him because he's Tom Brady. You Don't do that. And that's what kind of half ass stuff these people are doing. They don't, you know. Well, I think uh 12 wins, like this guy from the Bleacher Report, gave them 12, win- 12 wins. You don't know how Bowles gonna act in that Tampa Bay offense. You don't know what's going on there. You don't know, you I'm not, I like Todd Bowles. I'm just saying you don't know how it's gonna fall out for, for Todd Bowles, and they had change in their offensive staff too. You know, so a lot of injuries could stifle you, and a lot of people saying, nah, the Saints gonna have the edge. By over Tampa like Booger McFarlane said because oh well you know and they slipped that offensive line commentary and then I catches them every time I was like hold on here no you're not gonna do that you're not gonna slip that if that Tampa Bay's offensive line banged up so the Saints can move ahead somebody said the other day is that with Tom Brady all field issues he might be distracted enough for the Saints to win a division no 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 stop that Tom Brady could be laser focused on in Saints games like he was and the Saints take them apart. Why? Because the Saints have the ability. They have the players, the mindset, the intelligence, and they have the game plan. Stop with this madness. The Saints have the key to destroying Tom Brady and taking them apart. They have the key. How and then they say, well, how do you get the only win in the playoffs? Because the Saints let them have it. Real deal. We don't turn the ball over. You don't win. We don't give you the ball in short fields. You don't win. We were beating you by double digits until the stupid turnovers happened with them throwing the ball to you and dumbass cook fumbling the ball dropping the ball. I'm saying damn this dude must be an agent for these people the way he, you know I ain't going to even get into it but the same you got you got that given to you. They basically gave you the game. They were winning and kicking ass. It wasn't even close when they were running and then when the turnovers started happening Jerry Cook running around with like a loaf of bread. You know, just dumb, just stupid, ugly. But the bottom line outside of that is the Saints don't turn off, turn over the ball. You don't win the game. But then the madness is oh well that one playoff game counts for four regular season. Who said that? Where you got that from where that come from. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You won one because we gave it to you. You was able to capitalize on short fields and you did. I give you credit for that. But the Saints don't turn the ball over and play stupidly. You don't win the game and you're five. We're five and oh against you. So this year will be the year when we finally shut them people mouth about this guy and we're going to be the ones to do it. So and, and I'm going to tell you why we're going to do it is because of the disrespect. That's how some of these guys, some of the best champions that rose to prominence, got rose to prominence because of disrespect people overlooking them and undervaluing them saying you don't know who I am. You think you know who I am. And then some of these guys get up here and whip the piss out the people that they, the high favored the guy that was favored to be. I see it all the time in boxing. I see it in basketball. I see it in football. It happens all the time. When the supposed experts who don't do their homework will call the experts because they own these networks when they're not no experts. And most of them are not doing their homework. Most of them are reading off of scripts. And most of them don't. Just, they're just full of it, man. They're full of it. Stop worshiping Tom Brady, and take this year-by-year year approach because Tom Brady is older. Last year he did some special things, but this year he's older. His, his his offensive line around him is not as good as it was, and that could that in itself could lead to some serious problems because how often you think he's gonna be able to absorb getting hit? Huh? He's forty-five years old. He ain't gonna. You can't. And you driving him into the ground. You heard. Uh, these people make these excuses that, oh, he's going to get rid of the ball quick. So that makes that means that he doesn't get hit. Hmm. Hmm? So just because he gets rid of the ball means that he don't get hit. Hmm. Huh. If he gets rid of the ball, he don't get hit. Like I said, man, they don't know what they're talking about, man. (laughs) He going to get hit. Trust me, because we're going to see to it. So it ain't just about time, Brady. It's about everybody. We, everybody, we're going to take our special time and we're going to make sure that we give each and every last one of these NFL teams their proper respect and their proper time. We're going to break them down every week like we always do over the last several years. We're going to break them down. We're going to talk pinpoint weaknesses and strategies like I've been doing for a long time now of what we need to do. Like when we played the Raiders, when they went up to the Death Star, whatever they call the building out there, And I pinpointed, I said, family, listen, at that time, Darren Waller wasn't no big name. Few people knew about him here or there. Do you know about him now, though? I said, you got to watch out for this dude. Watch out for this guy. That guy was the guy that killed the Saints. I talked about Josh Jacobs. You can't let him get a full head of steam. Guess what? They let him get a full head of steam. So uh, like I said, man, we're going to pinpoint it all. We got that breakdown, matter of fact, coming up. Next week on the Falcons game, we're gonna have a low come in here and preview the game with us. So I'm glad to see him and get the lowdown from him. We'll get the lowdown from the Falcon side and then of course we'll drop drop some game about uh the Saints as well of how we see things. So very intriguing and interesting at the same time to see that people picking us to go nine and eight. And we was nine and eight last year. I mean, well you got a tougher schedule this year. Oh, do we now? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. That that's a gauntlet. You didn't knew- you don't know the. Oh, that's a gauntlet. That's a gauntlet. The gauntlet is the Bengals, the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Rams, the Niners, and the Bucks. That's a gauntlet. Say that again. Gauntlet. It's a gauntlet. Really? Yeah, that, that's a tough stretch of games for you guys. I don't think you can make it. Well, put your eyes back in your head. We should be fine. We're going to make it, bro. We, that's the same. That's what the Saints do. That's what we do. We make success when there is no success. That's what we do. We're going to make sure we handle this business, you know? So it is what it is. But shout out to the fam, man. Let me get this going here. Donald says, hey, Q, what do you think about Alante? said he hasn't took any snaps in the slide? I played that. I just played it early on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alante Taylor, we'll see what they do, fam. We'll see what they do. They drafted the vision for Alante Taylor is to play the position where Chauncey vacated, where he's gone. Alante's lining up position. Now, in week one, they could very well, they can probably go with Roby. You know, they could. The Saints are deep. They can probably, they can go with Roby. They can have, they have other options they can go with. They can go with Roby at, the, at that position. They can play him there if they feel like they need to. And how would I feel about that? Even though Roby has played, he's played better this preseason in this mini camp. Uh, and remember, he got a full camp under his belt. He didn't look all that good last year. And he did give up a few plays in preseason, but he has improved upon his play and getting more comfortable in the Saints secondary. So, you know, I got to credit the Saints for having the long this, the long game, the long-range game, to see Bradley, Robin and Alante Taylor there because Roby could act as the nickel guy, and they can kind of move Alante along slowly. Or they could take the baptism-by-fire approach and put him there at the slot position. You see? So we'll see what they do, man. And, and whatever they do, uh, it ain't nothing wrong with a little baptism by fire. It worked with several other players, man. Why not for Alante Taylor? The Saints took him with a second-round draft pick. Let's see what he made of. So we'll see what the call is when we get closer. All right, shout out. Eugene said, the teams in the so-called gauntlet have to see us to come see us. Yeah, some of those are home games. The Steelers game will be in, Pitt- in Pittsburgh, but remember running games travel. Uh, like I said, man, I just feel like this, this this team has been disrespected so severely. The quarterback is the most disrespected player in the NFL. I mean, I don't know too many. You got 30-something starters in the NFL. And I don't hear none of them get as disrespected as they did. You got the guy in the, in Houston don't get disrespected as much as James does. Total disrespect, total disrespect, and making fun of him, all this kind of stuff. You got dumbass bastards like Stephen A. Smith running around with his head falling out at the top, got the the the, the nerve to sniggle and giggle at Michael Thomas having a hamstring injury. You know that's classless, that's pathetic, but that's that's what kind of crap we deal with in who that nation. All right. All right. So shout out to the fam. Steven says one of those websites say we we what do you say, Steven? Shout out to you, bro. Says one of those websites say we we the Bucks before Tom Brady, a talented team that won't get over the hunt because of Jameis. We ain't no buck before Tom Brady. We way better than that team. Well, I mean, t- listen, that's all. That's why I keep saying the most disrespecting man in the game is James. You hear me? most disrespecting. All right. William says, Big Q, they need to know that we are the gauntlet. <laughs> the gauntlet. Uh, well, you know who the gauntlet is? Ooh, you, us. Who that nation, baby. You come down here, when we go to your building, we're going to run your ass through the ringer. <laughs> you call it the gauntlet all you want. All right. Yeah. 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 He said he got a <laughs> What up, Boomin says. What's up, bro? He says, not even far-fetched to see us When the Super Bowl, they chose to ignore the obvious. Yeah, but Keyshawn Johnson season, they just pass it off because he's saying it because Michael Thomas is his nephew. You seen Bart Scott said, Bart Scott said, said it. He said, no, 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 I'm not crazy. I'm telling you, the Saints are a team you got, you know, the Saints are for real, they're a contender. They, you know, Jameis has got a chip on his shoulder. You got Jarvis Landry, da, da, da. And then you pass all that up nine and eight. How do you have, that don't make any sense. For you to have all those people in you nine and eight. No, no, no. But Tampa is 12 and 5? No, bro. No, no. Cut that out, man. Cut that out. That's just obvious bias. All right. What's up, Ahmad? Shout out to you. What's up, Lori? Shout out to you, man. All right. All right. Shout out to the fam. Big Earth says, uh, I'll drive me around for hundred thousand. We all need. <laughs> Donald said, Hey, Q, what you think about Alontis? Okay, I already read that one. Shout out to you. 504. Cole says Drew through the game, then let Tommy Tom Brady play the the catch with his sons. I couldn't have done that. Yeah. Well, he has he had what three interceptions in the game? And they had a fumble. He didn't look good. But then again, the truth is Drew Brees hadn't looked good the last several contests outside of that. Uh what was it? The um what was it? The uh Chicago Bear game. When they were just ready, they're just waiting for somebody to put them out of their misery. The Chicago game didn't look like much at all. All right, all right. Nola says, Did you see Keyshawn and Max show where they asked about QBs that could, tra-? yeah, I seen that, bro. I listened to that. And they didn't list Jameis. Keyshawn had to check them. Yeah, I know. And I heard, uh, yeah, he said that Jameis threw for 5000 And Stephen A. Smith said, uh, I remember that was done with Stephen A. Smith. And he asked. He said, "Well, he could. He probably could throw for over five thousand yards and thirty-three interceptions. He threw the thirty-three interceptions in there because that them dudes. They, they they're incapable of learning anything. Uh, they're incapable, man. They just they just those are the type of people you just you they're incapable. They are uh, they don't they they happy being stupid. They are happy being ignorant. So those type of people, like I told you before, you just make fun of them because they're not trying to learn nothing. They are happy with uh, spitting and spewing garbage." You know, that dude's a joke, man. I told y'all that dude's a joke, man. And his time, his time coming to an end, man. People tired of that old loud mouth commentary, man. <laughs> you ain't saying nothing. You loud mouthing it because you ain't saying nothing that make any sense. You just sitting up here DSing Tom Brady all day about old oh, Tom Brady, the great Tom Brady. You just sit up here riding on this man like, like, you know what I'm saying? What, what's going on here, man? Because so nobody else could beat this. This guy He's 45 years old. Nobody else can get thrown, be thrown him. Hell, Tom Brady was a what six round draft pick. So there's no other guys that's capable that can do the same thing, come up through the ranks. And 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 Detroit Drew, Drew Brees was a guy that was a, a second string quarterback, a little guy. He had a strong arm, and he did all of this stuff here. And people saying, oh, he's not gonna make it, he's not a guy. Matt, he was passed over by Philip Rivers. He retired the same year Rivers did. <laughs> and Rivers is older than him. But he, got, but he got all of the stats and accolades. So you can never, never, man, put somebody down because they don't fit the prototypical size that you think they're supposed to. That's what the NFL built on. That's why you have so many of these young guys like Steve Smith, man. Steve Smith, one of my all-time favorite people that's that's not a New Orleans Saint. Steve Smith, because Steve Smith was an undersized wide receiver. I love his mentality. He played with a chip on his shoulder. He wasn't going to let you joy at him. He was going to talk to you and then he was going to beat you out there. Steve Smith was a absolute beast. And that's what type of mentality a lot of these guys have. And they get that mentality because they constantly disrespect it. That's what it come down to. But these are these comments now and people are not going to say that they're not going to go at these guys and said, you don't know what you're talking about. They're just going to say they just ha. Oh, he just oh, that's just him just talking. But no, bro, if you're going to talk that talk, you're going to bring what you know. But when it gets to a point where you see that I just see that you have a bias and that's it. That's a wrap. You know, I'll listen to what you say. But at the same time, if I'm bringing you some stuff that you didn't know and you say, okay, and and I tell you where to go, where you can find it, you're supposed to add that into your database. You're supposed to add that into your rationale. So when you start talking about the saints, you remember what the guy told you, gave you the reference points so you can research it for yourself. That's what you're supposed to do. And then you add that in your commentary. So when you start talking about that topic again, then you can have you can have a further, more expanded discussion about that topic. This dude don't do that. You can sit up here and educate these people and they'll still say the same stuff like you ain't tell them nothing from before. With Why? Because they're not listening. They're not capable of learning or bringing something into their head that that kicks out their rationale or who they think should be there. See, that's what it comes down to. Oh, we're not going to talk about the Saints. Oh, it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. Tom. The, Saint, the Saints going to beat the hell out of Tom Brady. You heard it here. Going to beat the hell out of Tom Brady. The next time the Saints see they salivating, at the uh, 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 just spit falling all out their mouths, foaming at the mouth, uh, ready to knock them people upside the head because of the disrespect they get. I'm telling you, you think don't think for a second that all this disrespect about the Saints, these people not listening to it. That's when I put Cam and, and Mark Ingram on there the other night. You heard that. And Cam addressed it. He said for all these people, they novice. He, I think he used the term novice or band. He didn't say bandwagon. He said novice. These people not. Yeah, it's like, how are you talking about putting this man up here? And we beating these people in the ground every year. What are you talking about? Did they ask something? For, did they just make us a, a jump so exponential that we couldn't catch them? No, no, no. That's not the point. No, the Saints moves. And I'm not disparaging Tampa Bay This, you know, this the Saints moves that they made. This is a championship roster. When you add Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew, Chris Olave, and you get Michael Thomas back to what you had, man, that, that that's that's contender talk. You can't tell me, because if you, and I'll tell you this, this is how two-sided it is, that if you add if Tampa Bay or, or any of the ones they feel like, or top five teams added Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew to their rosters, that they'll be saying, they ready for a Super Bowl. They will say, but when you add them, what you say, oh, the Saints, oh, well, you know, they're going to win nine or ten games, but, you know, Tampa Bay is sitting right there. And perhaps the only way it happens if the, the Saints do win is if it's offense. And they even set up that 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 whole talking point that the only reason why the Saints could possibly beat the Buccaneers is because they have a bad offensive line. Oh, oh wow, is that it? Oh, a bad offensive line? The injuries. If those guys weren't injured, I wonder if the Saints could have beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. Well, i tell you what you do. You take your soofy, your silly, goofy ass back and watch the last two years of footage when we played Tampa Bay when they had the offensive line. That's better than the line they're going to fill this year. And you'll get all the answers to your silly question about, where, uh, about this, that, and third. But they love creating narratives, and I like destroying narratives. If you create a bullshit narrative, I'm going to tear it down. That's what I like to do because you a chump, you a clown, you a moron and you're a stooge. If you create narratives that don't ha- that are not rational or not based in fact, that I will tear your bullshit narrative to the ground and stump on it and point at you. And, and even if I could pick it up, I would throw it at your ass on top of it or, or, or beat you upside the head with it. Beat some sense to your silly ass. But anyway, that'll be it on the end of the stream here, fam. Much love to y'all. I appreciate y'all being up in this thing. Shout out to the fam. This one's called uh, D- uh, Defensive Back Marcus May Arrested for Aggravated Assault with the firearm. Uh, listen, man, listen, this is uh, pretty cool. And listen, at the end of the day, man, I'm waiting for the be able to the, the week one, man. We're going to have some fun, baby. Let me tell you something, baby. I can't wait, baby. But uh, we still got a man another week to go. That's all right. We're going to have a few guests. We're going to be chiming in, fam. We're going to the, all to the family members going to be doing another uh, St. Roundtable. We're going to be dropping that stuff. We're going to have an NFC South roundtable. So we're going to have some fun stuff heading up into the first week of the season for you guys. The NFC South super friends will assemble for a, a pre-season, a pre-regular season roundtable. We're going to talk about the squads and how they're at it and what they did and how they feel like what they're going to do. We're going to have that kicked off. That'll be next week. We're going to do a New Orleans Saints roundtable with some other people as well. Thank you, Kenny. Kenny at home, shout out to you for hitting the subscribe button. Thank you, Kenny. Much love to you. Appreciate you, bro. And welcome to the great Saint Thank Tank. All right. No, no, T-Rob. Q is not. Uh, I mean, uh, he says Q is is empty out. No, he's not out. No, he's not out. He's on, on course to play for that Atlanta contest, bro. That's what that's the word on the street that he's on. He's on uh, course to play in that matchup. So. Not you know, that's 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 a positive. But yes, but outside of that, yeah, we got some stuff that's shaking. We got some few things that's going to uh, happen as well. Uh that'll keep it kind of uh spicy and interesting on the sports comb. You know how we like to do. So with that being said, man, uh, before I go, let me uh give a shout out to everybody. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I know Gardner, LSU Sunday. Yeah, I got you, baby. We're gonna be doing the Tough Tiger Talk and we will be I will be live and I'll be doing the LSU games live like I do the Saints game on Tough Tiger Talk. So if y'all LSU people, y'all can come on over there and watch me with the LSU live streams. Uh, you can also If you're not a LSU guy, you can just come over there and just watch me act a fool. (laughs) You know, I'm good for it. All right. So uh, big ups to the fam. Uh, Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button like Kenneth did. Kenneth Holmes, shout out to you. Also, feel free to check out the link tree, the link tree in the description section below. They got three merch shops available in the link tree that helps out the platform. I'm talking about all kind of merch, fam, especially for the season coming in. We got uh, sports coma hats and shirts. The Jameis gear, like on the ads that you be seeing, the 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 uh, un- unstoppable fake, unshakable fake jersey, with Jameis pointing up in the air. Uh, Trust the DA. That's a uh, shirt inv- available available in all sizes, children, men, and all that kind of stuff. We got wall art. We got all stuff for your bathroom, stuff for your bedroom. I mean, literally thousands of of, of, of products that's available there. Y'all can check it out for yourself. Also, check out the who dot com, the who dot com is our headquartered website where all of the PRO media networks content is gathered in one place right there. That's also in the link tree and a bunch of other articles. I mean, uh, links as well to all of our social media in one place, the Instagram, the which we call it, the Great Saint Think Tank Facebook group for y'all outside of the show sign up for the facebook the great saint think tank facebook group all those links like i said are in the link tree so with that being said fam tomorrow is friday we'll pop back we'll talk i'll probably open up the phone lines for a bit and we're gonna handle some business so with that being said i love y'all y'all keep y'all heads up and i'm gonna holler at y'all on the flip side who that to you and i'm out
1: yeah Like I'm a who I'm a who long as I'm living. I'm a who lose or winning. I'm a who that sports coma. Yeah, this is where we do that. We We do that. We We do that. We do We do that. We We do that. We We do that. like I'm a who that sports coma. This is where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Panthers ain't much to touchdown. touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. Us so now. much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell. Yeah. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL. Yeah. When things seem fishing and you probably smell the crooked referees are Roger Cadell. Yeah. Love like this, and I'm a hoota. At. Hoot at. Every day I'm living, I'm a hoota. at. I'm a hoot at. Lose or winning, I'm, I'm a who that. It's the Sports Coma, this is where we do that. Do that. where we 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 do that. We do that. <laughs> <laughs> Boogie like this and I'm a who that. It's the Sports Coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the Sports Coma. Yeah. With Big Q and the guys on the right. P.R.O. Media Network. Go.
8: to all the Pelicans, LSU Tigers, and even the top flight boxing. League. So if you're a Who That you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, the Who That is your site. The Who That for the sport Who That and all of us. Pro Shop. That's right. The Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath, bedding. Face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shops.
4: 18 plus.